0: Welcome to the Energy Central Power Perspectives podcast, the show that brings to our audience the leading minds and voices of the energy and utility industry, a forum where experts can describe their passion projects, challenges met along the way, and lessons to share with peers across the sector. In today's episode, we're going to be hearing from two esteemed guests who have a direct hand in the ongoing transformation of the power industry. And I know anyone working in this space will appreciate the depth of complexity that they will discuss on today's episode. My name is Jason Price of West Monroe, and I'm coming to you from New York City. Joining me from Orlando, Florida is Matt Chester, Energy Central's community manager and podcast producer. Matt, how are you feeling, and what are you expecting for today's episode?
1: I'm feeling great. I'm feeling excited because we have two heavy haters in the industry with us today. So honestly, I just expect to sit back and learn a lot. Yeah, I agree.
0: You know, the utility industry for decades has been stuck with a reputation for being conservative to change, slow to move, and even a bit behind the times. But recent years have seen an industry-wide shift, and in particular, the utilities at the leading edge have blown past expectations, deriving all the Amazons and Googles of the world to be some of the most innovative companies out there. To be sure, some energy companies continue to lag behind, but the example being set by the leaders in this space have directly transferable lessons on how to bring those laggards forward. And sharing those insights is what today's episode is going to be all about. Specifically, we're going to be highlighting how certain industry leaders have been recognized for their work towards a carbon-free, modern grid by the Utility Transformation Challenge, which is run by the Smart Electric Power Alliance, or SEPA. So we'll be joined shortly by one of SEPA's leaders to share about what this challenge is and how the industry as a whole performed this past year. And she's not coming alone, as we'll also be joined by the CEO of one of the utilities that scored exceedingly high marks. On SEPA's Utility Transformation Challenge. Before we introduce our two exciting guests, we want to first acknowledge the Energy Central partners who are making today's episode possible. To West Monroe, West Monroe works with the nation's largest electric, gas, and water utilities in their telecommunication, grid modernization, and digital and workforce transformations. West Monroe brings a multidisciplinary team that blends utility operations and technology expertise to address modernizing aging infrastructure advisory on transportation electrification, ADMS deployments, data and analytics, and cybersecurity. To Essary, Essary is an international supplier of geographic information, GIS software, web GIS, and geodatabase management applications. The GuideHouse, formerly Navigate Research, a premier market research and advisory firm covering the global energy transformation. To Enterics, And Terex is focused on delivering transformative broadband that enables the modernization of critical infrastructure for the energy, transportation, logistics, and other sectors of our economy. And to Scott Madden. Scott Madden is a management consulting firm serving clients across the energy utility ecosystem. Areas of focus include transmission and distribution, the grid edge, generation, energy markets, rates and regulations, corporate sustainability, and corporate services. The firm helps clients develop and implement strategies, improve critical operations, organize departments and entire companies, and implement myriad of initiatives. And now on to today's guests. First, we want to introduce Sharon Allen, the Chief Strategy and Innovation Officer at the Smart Electric Power Alliance, or SEPA. Sharon has held this role for nearly five years, but her experience in the utility sector goes back almost two decades. Sharon has always had her hands in the technology arena, identifying and shepherding in digital opportunities and finding new ways that businesses could achieve their tasks more efficiently and effectively. So it's no wonder that she ended up finding her way into the energy industry and why she's so passionate to speak about how grid modernization, infrastructure resilience, and clean energy are all going to define this great industry moving forward. Specifically, Sharon is at a key role in the Utility Transformation Challenge, SIPA's comprehensive, honest assessment of U.S. electric utilities' progress towards a modern, carbon-free energy system. And Sharon is a longtime member of the Energy Central community. Sharon Allen, welcome to the Energy Central Power Perspectives podcast.
2: Thanks, Jason. You know, it's shocking to me to kind of reflect back that it's actually been 20 years that I've been speaking and publishing with Energy Central. So thanks to you today, Jason, for the opportunity to speak with you and Deb about the Utility Transformation Challenge. I look forward to our conversation today.
0: Fantastic, as do we. Glad to have you with us. And to give us a perspective from inside the utilities being evaluated by the Utility Transformation Challenge, we're also joined by Deborah Smith, the CEO and General Manager of Seattle City Light. Deborah is a utilities sector lifer, having spent the first two decades of her career moving up in the ranks at Eugene Water and Electric Board before being selected as the CEO and general manager at Central Lincoln PUD. And after successful years, she moved to the same role at Seattle City Light in 2018, where she's expertly guided the municipal utility through the period of most rapid change. As we all know, these include decarbonization, modernization, COVID-19, and doing everything necessary to keep the lights running during all of this. But Deborah and her team has done much more than just keep the status quo. And in recognition of that achievement, they earned a prestigious position on the 2021 SEPA Utility Transformation Leaderboard. SEPA found Seattle City Light an obvious leader due to its comprehensive efforts towards a carbon-free energy future, and most importantly, its results. Being nationally recognized for these efforts is no small feat, and we're excited to hear from Deborah about what the honor means to the company and how they expect to continue to uphold this fantastic reputation. Deborah Smith, welcome to the Energy Central Power Perspectives podcast.
2: Thank
3: you so much, Jason, Matt, and Sharon. I don't know what's more intimidating, being called or being referred to as someone who expertly guides anything or in your opening comments being a heavy hitter, but I'll have to think about that. What I do know is for the utility, it's been an honor to be selected by SEPA to be on the, the Transformation Leaderboard. And I do believe that transformation is a process that never stops. We can always do better, and I'm someone who always aspires to do better. So we at Seattle City Light are excited to have participated in this challenge with SEPA and to use the results to learn from our peer utilities and to be even better going forward. So thanks again for inviting me today.
0: Absolutely. And thank you again for joining us. Sharon, I want to start with you to see if you can provide us with a big picture. What is the SEPA Utility Transformation Challenge? Why did SEPA see a need to launch this effort? And what is the goal?
2: Hey, thanks, Jason. You know, as Deborah said, transformation has been something that never stops. I know like 30 plus years ago, people used to say, well, gosh, you were talking about transformation then. But it's not the same transformation that we face in our sector today. So, as utilities and all of us in the industry look to address climate change, the need for greater resiliency, evolving customer needs, evolving business models and policies, changes among us. And so, we always are in this constant transformation, adjusting to what the factors are around us. But the big picture for why did we do the big picture of what's going on and what drove us, if you look at 79% of customer counts today are served by an individual utility with a carbon reduction target or a utility-owned parent company with a carbon reduction target, 72% of those have a 100% carbon reduction target. So this climate awareness and Us as a nation and as citizens and utilities and stakeholders are coming together on what do we need to do to address climate. SEPA has long conducted a number of snapshots and reports for industry. And in the past, we've done things on solar storage, demand-side management. And we took a step back and we said, gosh, the transition that is among us, amongst us right now, it's really important that we not focus on merely technology because this is much bigger than technology. So what we did is we set a goal to measure where utility was on their journey to clean and modern from an objective data supported framework. And what we assessed is we assessed utilities along four dimensions of transformation, that is clean energy resources, corporate leadership, modern grid enablement, and aligned actions and engagement. What we thought it was important to distinguish in our utility transformation challenge is that this is not just about clean generation. It is about a bunch of different things in terms of strategy, the change management. The capital that needs to be invested in the grid to make ready for cleaner generations in some regions of the US. So it, we took a holistic approach to looking at it. And why we did this is we thought it would help utilities to leverage our utility transformation challenge and accelerate their transition. How do we think this would help accelerate the transition? We think by collecting the information as a trusted partner, that the insights that we drove from it could enable us to share best practices, exemplary activities, and gaps that still needed to be addressed. And it would also become a voice for progress to be shared in the industry. As often, there's so much chatter and noise, as I'm sure everyone has experienced, that sometimes drowns out key progress. So The Utility Transformation Challenge is a key initiative at SEPA. It's something we plan to do every year, and I'm delighted today to be able to share one of the top leaders in our ranking, Seattle City Light, with Deb and Deborah, as she'll go through and talk about some of the interesting things later on in this conversation that they're doing.
0: Terrific. Uh, No doubt this is an ambitious challenge. So over to you, Deborah. As you listen to Sharon discuss how she and her team at SEBA recognize the utilities who have made the most progress in the areas she describes, tell us what parts of the Seattle City Lights' comprehensive efforts come to mind?
3: First of all, I don't know when, of course, this podcast will be broadcast or when folks will listen, but this is a really critical week for us, for us as a nation, as a, as a world. Our leaders are coming together this Sunday in Glasgow, Scotland, for the UN Climate Change Conference of the Parties or COP26. And what we know is that we have to keep the urgency up on confronting climate change. We just passed the 30th anniversary of the first IPCC climate change report. And I think, you know, what's true is the world is on fire and we must literally work to put it out between wildfires heat events where none had occurred before, and just endless drought in the West. It is a crazy time. I have reflected on the fact that transformation is a process or a journey, not a destination. And I think many of us learned more about the importance of transforming and the continuous nature of it this last 19 months as we've navigated COVID and things that have continually changed. One of the first things that we did when our state in Washington state, when the governor asked us to stay home in March of 2020, was we put together a group of some of our smartest and brightest folks. And we said, hey, take six weeks, use contemporary agile project management approaches, and let's see how much work you can do to prepare for what at that point we thought would be, we thought we would have infrastructure funding by the end of the summer of 2020. Isn't that funny now, as we think about that today, where we are still struggling to make that so. But what we knew is that if we put some thought in ahead to how we could use this opportunity to fuel our transformation as a utility and as a city, that there would be considerable value. And in fact, that's what we did. We called it Utility Next 2.0. And we put together a portfolio of 18, 19 projects. Some of them are things like distribution automation, but we've got hydro stuff. We're working with the port, with the Northwest Seaport Alliance. With the cruise ship industry, we're working with our Rural Metro Transit Authority, we're working with lots of partners. So when I think about the transformative work that we've done and the priority that we've placed on it, there's a few words that always come to mind, and that's partnership, collaboration, and meeting community where we are. And as we go into, I know we will have, there will be funding soon, and we have already been successful in attracting funding at a state level and through DOE because we developed a clear plan. And that plan is part of our grid modernization roadmap, which will prepare us for the future and prepare the city of Seattle to serve customers equitably, fairly, and affordably. And I think when we boil it all down and we think about reliability and resilience, those are the primary components of that. And so being recognized by SEPA, And having the opportunity to really spend some time talking and thinking about the work we've done and what are the next steps has really been important. And I know for me, it has been a huge forced opportunity, if you will, to really think about what's next and how we build on the success that we've had to date. And I think that's really the most critical piece because that's the part that acknowledges the never-endingness of transformation. Because again, we build on what we've learned in the past, both as individuals as a utility
2: and as a society.
0: Karen, given Deborah's response, how do you see the other participating utilities respond to this challenge?
2: One of the things in listening to Deborah that comes to my mind quickly is that the one thing that Deborah's done at her utility, and I can attest just having talked to different executives on her team, she not only with her team, because it takes a team to make this happen, not only are they charting a strategy, but they're changing a culture within their own utility. And that is just as important to arrive at the end goal. There is this cultural transformation that goes on. And so the one thing that I see that Deborah's done well with her leadership team is They all are embracing the change and they all are working together in terms of collaborating and partnering and have a listening ear to their community. So I'd say across the entire U.S., that is not the case. The starting point is different in every utility in terms of leadership, culture, what is their starting point? in terms of their portfolio of clean generation. Not everyone is starting from such a clean portfolio that Seattle City Light has. And what are the investments in the grid that they need to be able to transform? And what is their level of engagement and comfort of taking input from outside stakeholders and truly embracing that input, that is a cultural change to be able to process input from your customers. So the path is different across the U.S. depending on where one's starting point is. So for some utilities, the focus may need to be a little bit stronger in terms of how they lean in to listening more to their communities and, and creating those partnerships and those relationships with community and local corporates. It could be that someone is starting from a portfolio that isn't very clean, and there's a lot of transition to transition the existing generation fleet to something that has much less, you know, more carbon-free carbon neutral. And so that makes every journey a little bit different, but the steps that one takes towards transformation, the process is very similar that every leader goes through to address that. We also see a difference between investor-owned utilities, public power utilities and electric cooperatives because they have different priorities, they have different business models, they have different processes. The way they interact with stakeholders is different among, depending on where you are as a utility and their customer obligations and operating constraints. Having said all that, I do acknowledge that we did see from our 2021 leaderboard, it was, we didn't go in with any clear set of outcomes of how many IOUs, cooperatives, public power people would make the leaderboard. We let our scoring and our analysis facts speak the true output. And what we saw in our leaderboard is we had five investor-owned utilities and five public power that filled the charts of the top 10. And I would be remiss since Debra was talking about her team and many of the things that they have done as a company. If I didn't give an extra little shout out to someone on Debra's team, Ameka Anyanwu, who we awarded at SEPA as our 2021 Individual Power Player of the Year for his efforts at Seattle City Light of evolving the utility to equity meet customer and community needs and expectations in the new energy marketplace. And for his implementation of transportation electrification strategic investment plan, the development of a city light, long-term grid modernization roadmap, the creation of the portfolio of the ambitious jobs creating projects to leverage federal stimulus funds, and Seattle City's light successful entry into the energy and balance market. So you can see that the leadership of Deborah flowing down and empowering her team to act in this transition is very important because no one person a leader can't do it all and so part of a leader is equipping their team and so it's exciting to see the people under her leadership doing their part to help in the transformation
1: this is the podcast producer matt chester cutting in here Sharon gave a great answer here that involves the important topic of equity in utility planning, and that's a topic we want to give a sharp focus on for both Sharon and Deborah to address. That topic, as well as transforming the utility workforce in the future, are both topics that we dove headfirst into with our esteemed guests, so much so that our conversation ran long and we didn't expect, but we're delighted that this podcast ended up turning into a two-parter. Keep an eye on your podcast feed in the coming days for part two of this conversation, where Deborah and Sharon will explore those equity and workforce topics, as well as participate in our fan favorite lightning round. In the meantime, be sure to plug in and stay fully charged in the discussion by hopping into the community at energycentral.com. And we'll see you next time at the Energy Central Power Perspectives podcast.